0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, February the 22nd, 2024. It is currently 10.06 a.m. Central Time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, when you see someone's good fortune, you see that something has gone really good for someone else. They, they have benefited greatly from something. They, I mean, it, it, it deals with money. It may deal with property. It may deal with health. It may deal with anything, but they just something really good. Someone, someone else's good fortune. It works out great for them, but you don't get the same thing. You don't get the same good fortune. You don't get the same benefit. You don't get it. What is your initial reaction at that moment? It could be someone you work with. It could be a neighbor. It could be a family member. And and you're like, whoa, wow, that really worked out very, very well for them. They benefited greatly. Are you happy for them? Do you celebrate do you rejoice or do you kind of start grumbling? Well why why did they get that? What how come how come I'm not getting that? What why did they get the promotion? Why not me? Why did they get to go home early and I'm still here? Why did they get the raise and I didn't get the raise? Why 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 did they get the parking spot and I did? Why did they get this? Why did they get the gift card? why why, why did everything work out for them? How come they got such a big discount in this or whatever the case may be? Do you find yourself grumbling and complaining and 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 a roundabout way you're saying, what about me? Do you tend to rejoice? For those who have good fortune, or do you kind of get a little bit bitter? A little bit irritated. Maybe you go so far as coveting what they received because you didn't get it and you want it. Oh, come on. There has to be some times you felt that way. Maybe a little bit. Now, this is very important because recently... I challenged all of this about these concepts of kind of theoretical theology and practical theology. Theoretical theology is we have all of these doctrines and concepts that we learn in the Bible, and and we, we see something in the Bible, and we're like, that's absolutely true. Yes, I'm supposed to love God. Yes, I'm supposed to love my neighbor. But in many cases, it stays over there in the theoretical. We may even be sitting in church saying, amen, I'm supposed to love my neighbor. I'm supposed to love my enemy. Amen. But it's very theoretical until, well, you leave the pew, get in your car, and then all of a sudden you're confronted with a situation. Which is going to demonstrate, are you really going to love other people? Are you going to love your enemy? Are you going to turn the other cheek? That's where your theoretical becomes practical. And so I challenge you to make a list of all of these theor- theoretical theological concepts and then think of the practical implications of them, right? Remember, I told you to divide a piece of paper in half and do this? Okay, and hopefully people have been working on it because this is very, very important. Well, this morning, a news story. Broke, that's going to put this concept right in the spotlight. It's going to make us go, okay. What what is what does the Bible say? Here's our theoretical concepts, and now how does that theoretical concept come to play in a very practical way? Because I'm already hearing some conservatives and maybe even Christians uh, criticizing what has happened today, and as a result, we I thought we need to talk about it. So I I saw this headline. I don't know, a couple of hours ago. I think, I think it uh, was ultimately published at 7.27 a.m. I saw it a few hours ago. Here is the headline. Biden cancels $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Biden has canceled $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Now, here is uh, some from the story. Biden has canceled more student loans. The Biden administration canceled another $1.2 billion in student loan debt under a key provision of his save income driven repayment plan. Uh, More than 153,000 borrowers with an original loan balance of $12,000 or less who have been in repayment for 10 years qualified for immediate discharge. The Supreme Court blocked Biden's efforts uh, to cancel $400 billion in student loan debt. Since then, he's wiped $138 billion in debt for 3.9 million borrowers. More than any of his predecessors. And that is from the New York Times. Now, that's all that had that, that, that's all I have as far as news reports. I obviously could go pull audio from different podcasts and different news updates about what's going on with this. But he, but I started looking around and immediately started seeing some of the reaction. And you've heard some of this reaction. Well, wait a minute. Why, why should other people pay? For people who decided to go to college, they incur all of this debt and then other people have to pay for it because of taxes and other different ways it will be paid for. Well, wait a minute. That's not fair. That's not right. Why am I paying for someone else? Why do they get their debt removed and I don't get my debt removed? And if you're going to wipe out their student loan debt, well, how about people's credit card debt or or their car payment or or whatever else that they need to be wiped away? And people begin to grumble. And they begin to complain. And I know this is going to be shocking. Even Christians. Even Christians. Many Christians are not happy about this. Now, I think in one and one reason they're not happy is because, well, it's Joe Biden. It's a Democrat. If it was a Republican or if it was Trump, they would be like, "Look at how empathetic they are. Look at how generous they are. This this man is so godly. Look what he has done. He's wiped out his our debt like Jesus wiped away our sin debt." They, they, I, I, you think I'm using hyperbole? That's probably what someone would say because there's almost you know worship of Trump sometimes. But because it's Biden, people are like, "Ah, oh, this is socialism. This is this is." communism. This is the end of the world. How dare they take my money and pay off someone else's debt? They went to school. They got in debt. They should take the responsibility to pay it off themselves. And they'd start grumbling and complaining. Now, for us, I don't care if it's Biden, I don't care if it's Trump, I don't care if it's Republican, I don't care if it's Democrat, I don't care if you think it's socialism, I don't think if you care if it's communism, I don't care about any of that. You can have those political debates, you can yell, you can scream, and you can complain about it all day. What I do care about is those of us who call ourselves Christians, we need to stop and go, whoa, 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 let's set aside the politics, let's set aside personal feelings, What is the theological way to look at this? What is the biblical way to look at this? So I started thinking about this this morning, doing a little bit of work, and we're going to look at a whole bunch of scriptures. And, uh, well, you can tell me what you think if you, if you have any disagreement, but I think, I think the Bible is pretty, is pretty clear on this. So let's start with this. The Bible. Offer several insights and teachings about being happy for others good fortune and avoiding jealousy or covetousness. So the Bible offers several insights and teachings about being happy for other people's good fortunes and not being jealous or covetous. Now, I know some people are going to say, well, I'm not being jealous. I'm not being covetous. This is about financial responsibility. This is about, hey, if you got in debt, it's your responsibility. No one else should pay for it. No one else should help you out. This is about, you know, fiscal responsibility. This is about being smart. This is about not taking other people's tax monies and I, tax money. And I know you're going to have all of those kinds of arguments. But I'm just telling you from a Christian, instead of starting with those arguments, why don't we start with a Christian argument? And the Bible seems to say, hey, you should be happy for others. There should be no jealousy and there should be no covetousness. Let's start in Romans chapter 12. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, we're going to see this. Romans chapter 12. You may want to write these scriptures down today as people are arguing and debating about Joe Biden wiping away all of this debt. But in Romans chapter 12, verse 15, we read these words, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Hey, if other people have some good fortune, you should rejoice for them. Hey, you got your student uh, student uh, debt, your student loan debt wiped out. Well, I'm going to rejoice with you. I'm going to rejoice for that. I'm going to be happy for your good fortune because I'm not going to look at this from a selfish point of view. I'm going to look at it from a selfless point of view. Your debt has been wiped out. That's great for you. That may help you and your family financially. That may give you more financial stability. That may give you more freedom to do this or that. And in fact, I hear there's a Theology Central podcast. You could give your, okay, I'm joking. All right. Yeah, but I, you you have now, I'm going to be happy for you. Now, I know there's going to be something deep down going, but what about my debt? What about the things I need? Oh, but 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 no, no, no. You should be rejoice with them. How about Philippians chapter 2? How about Philippians chapter 2? Do we think this applies? Now, these scriptures could be all theoretical and you could say amen to them, but they have to somehow show up in our life. Now, Philippians chapter 2 Look at this, uh, Philippians chapter two, verse one. If there, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man "...on his own things, but every man also on the things of others." All right. You should, you should not be doing things through strife and vain glory. In fact, another translation reads it this way. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of the interests of other people. Stop k- thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about, oh, well, wait, what about other? Think about the person whose school debt, their student loan debt just got wiped out. Think about the, you, and you say, well, wait a minute. That's, Stop thinking about yourself. Put others before yourself. No strife, no vainglory. Be humble and put other people before you. Now that's, e- again, theoretically, I can write Philippians 2 down and I can say amen. And remember what how, what Paul does in Philippians 2. He bases this whole concept on, hey, have the mind of Christ who being the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but lay, laid his, in a sense, glory aside and took on the role of a servant and became obedient even unto death upon a cross. Okay, if, if the eternal Son of God, in a sense, could leave heaven to take on the role of a servant and die to wipe away your debt, then maybe we should rejoice with those who've had their student loan debt wiped away. Instead of being grumbling and complaining. Now, I know you're going to say, but economically, this is not good because someone's got to pay for this. I understand that. But let's begin from a biblical perspective. I guarantee you, as this news makes its way, there's going to be Christian Christians complaining about this today. They're going to be grumbling. I, I, I can almost guarantee you, it'll be predominantly Christian men It'll be Christian men standing in church on Sunday, you know, uh, there with the donuts, drinking coffee, going, did you hear what Biden did? Canceled student loan debt. That's a bunch of garbage. Who's going to pay for that? Nobody's paying for my student loans. Nobody's paying for my debt. And they're going to and, and you're going to sit there and going. now, wait a minute. We're inside a church and these Christian men who are drinking coffee and eating donuts are sounding nothing like Christians. They may sound like Republicans. They may sound like conservatives, but Republican and conservative does not mean Christian. Let's continue. How about Galatians 5.26? Galatians 5.26. Galatians 5.26. You should write these scriptures down. Galatians 5.26. If you hear family members today complaining about this news, about Biden wiping out all of the student loan debt, You you may want to say, hey, instead of talking about politics, let's look at some of these scriptures. Now, you know what's crazy? You could give them these scriptures and many of them would be like, well, amen. Yes, that is true. And they won't even see the connection with how they're responding to this news story. Galatians 5.26, let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another and envying one another. Let's not be like that. Let's not envy. Are you are you demonstrating envy for other people? How about Proverbs 14:20? How about Proverbs 14:20? How about Proverbs 14:20? We read these words. Proverbs 14:20, "The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends." All right. Well, okay. Well, that's, that's 1420. Well, the what well, we should, I get, well, that, that's not the scripture I was wanting for, wanting to look at, but we, we could, we could talk about that. All right. The one I want is, is different, but I, I as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, okay. Huh, we could do something with that. But all right. Proverbs 1430, we see this. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy is the rottenness of the bones. Envy is the rottenness of the bones. Do not have envy at other people's good fortune. Don't do that. Don't be upset and envious and and frustrated and griping and complaining and grumbling because, well, wait a bit. What? And because I know it's easy to say, look, you look at your own finances. You look at your financial situation. You look at your financial struggles. Look, I understand. You may then turn on your news or you're looking around the Internet today going, wait a minute, Joe Biden just wiped out the Biden administration, you know, millions, billions of dollars of student loan debt. Well, wait a minute. Those people decided to go to college. They took out those loans. It's their responsibility. What about me? I can understand that. But that envy, it's rottenness to your bones, as another translation puts it. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Now, that's from a, a, a different translation. Let's see how that reads in the King James Just see if it uses the exact same language. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. We read these, Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Don't envy other people. James 3.16, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Wherever you have envy and selfish ambition, you have every evil practice. I'm gonna look at James 3.16 and the King James. Look at James 3.16 and the King James. See if it's similar if it's very similar in its translation. Uh, James chapter 3, verse 16. James 3.16, here we go. James 3.16, we read these words, James 3.16, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. You've got to protect yourself from envy, jealousy, frustration, bitterness, maybe even covetousness. Those verses that we just looked at emphasize the importance of practicing humility, love, and empathy towards others instead of being envious or coveting what others have. The Bible encourages believers to rejoice with those who are blessed, show genuine care and compassion, avoid comparisons that lead to jealousy. By focusing on love, kindness, and selflessness, one can cultivate a spirit of contentment and gratitude, fostering healthy relationships and a sense of inner peace. But let's now consider the idea of coveting, because I think some people, when they hear this news story of Biden wiping out all of this student loan debt, there's going to be a little bit of coveting, a little bit of like, wait a minute, I want that. According to one source, coveting is described in the Bible, and it refers to an intense desire or craving uh, for something that belongs to someone else. It is an unhealthy yearning for possessions, status, or relationships that are not rightfully one's own. The Bible strongly condemns coveting because it can lead to envy, greed, resentment, and discontentment, all of which are detrimental to one's spiritual well-being and relationship with others. When you hear this news story about someone's debt being wiped out, does it, well, do you start coveting? Do you say, I want that? Now you may, you may condemn it. You may, you may say all the right words, but deep in your heart, maybe you're condemning it. Maybe you're upset about it because you're like, well, what about me? Now, sometimes what you'll say is you may not use the word me. You may not say, what about me? You may say, well, what about other people? But that just may be code for what about me? It may be code for what about me? Now, we know some of the scriptures, right? Exodus chapter 20, verse 17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, nor covet your neighbor's wife or, or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Don't covet what other people have. If other people got their student loan debt wiped out, great for them. Don't covet it, even though there's going to be a part that maybe you want to. Romans chapter 13 verse 9, the commandment, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, whether or, and whatever other commandment there may be are summed up in one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you love your neighbor as yourself, you should want what's best for them. You should put them before you. Colossians 3 5, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your uh, earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Hebrews 13:5, keep yourselves free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, nor will I forsake you. Can you be content with what you have, or are you now discontent because of this story? Godliness with contentment is great gain. Right, that we we should be content. The verses that we just looked at briefly—I just read those quickly. We can look them all up. That's Exodus twenty seventeen, Romans thirteen nine, Colossians three five, Hebrews thirteen five, First Timothy chapter six verses six through ten. If you want to write all of those references down for today. These verses highlight the importance of contentment, gratitude, and love for others, while warning against the dangers of coveting and pursuing worldly possessions at the expense of spiritual values. By focusing on being thankful for what one has and cultivating a heart of generosity and selflessness, individuals can guard against the destructive nature of covetousness and find true fulfillment in their relationship with God and others. Now, the news story today is that the Biden administration has canceled another $1.2 billion in student loan debt under a key provision of the Save Income Driven Repayment Plan. More than 153,000 borrowers with an original loan balance of $12,000 or less who who have been in repayment for 10 years qualified for immediate discharge. The Supreme Court blocked uh, Biden's earlier efforts to cancel $400 billion in student loan debt. Since then, he's wiped $138 billion in debt for 3.9 million borrowers, more than any of his predecessors. Now, there's going to be great complaint and debate about this. People are going to grumble. People are going to complain. People are going to say it's not fair. People are going to say it's not right. People are going to say it's socialism. People are going to have a million complaints. Please, I beg of you, take three steps back and consider all of the scriptures that we have read. Try to ensure that your heart is not filled with envy, jealousy, covetousness, greed, bitterness, but that you are looking, and and selfishness, but but your heart is trying to be filled with selflessness. You're willing to put others before yourself. You're going to rejoice with those who rejoice. You're going to put people before you, love people. You're going to demonstrate humility. Now, some people may argue that's liberalism and that's being woke. Just stop that. Sometimes maybe it's just the Bible. And they say, but and I know you're gonna say, but what does this mean economically for the country? And and is this is this fiscal, you know, being fiscally responsible or is this being foolish? Look, I can understand you may have some of those concerns. But you should look at it more from a spiritual and theological perspective before you start looking at it from all of those others. There's a time and place for those other questions. I'm not going to deny that. But you have to start here. Like this is like, you know, basic practical theology. Now, all of those verses that we read, everyone would sit in a pew and and see. this is the thing I want you to take from this. So many times we sit in the pew and like, amen, 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 amen. That was a good sermon, pastor. And then we walk away and do the exact opposite, and we don't even realize it. You're like, well, wait a minute, what was the sermon on? Well, the sermon was on not coveting, and the sermon was not being envy or jealous. Well, then why are you complaining and getting so upset about this situation with Biden canceling student loan debt? Well, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because you're not taking the theological truth, the theoretical truth that you learned in church, and making it practical to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've got, we, that's always the struggle for the Christian life. We have all of these grand concepts that we say amen to and we give affirmation to, but we have a hard time getting those concepts into us and putting them into practice and in situations where we don't want to put them into practice. You're like, oh, over here, you're right. I'm not going to covet. I'm not going to be jealous. I'm going to rejoice with those who rejoice. Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 not in this situation, because this situation has Democrats involved and Biden and no, 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 no. This calls for a different way of approaching it. But no, every situation should be approached biblically and theologically. What do you think? What? Come on. What was your first reaction to hearing that Biden had canceled the student loan debt? Maybe you've already heard the news today. Maybe the first time you heard it was when I read it. Now, come on, don't, don't give me the church answer. Was there a little bit like, well, wait a minute. Come on now. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. There was a little bit of that with me. I'm like, you know what? If you can wipe out people's student loan debts, why don't you wipe out my mortgage I mean, I'm a, I'm a disabled veteran, right? I mean, I'm, I'm classified as 100% disabled by the United States government. Come on, help out the veterans, right? Come on. It wasn't like I was just going to college. I joined the United States military. I almost died. Come on. What about me? See, I, 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 there was a, there's a little bit of that. I'm like, come on. What, how about you give some more benefits to the veterans? I I know what you're saying. Man, you're a selfish jerk. I know, I am. I am. I'm an ungodly, selfish jerk that has a tendency to put me before everyone else. I didn't think about loving other people, rejoicing with other people. I thought about, well, wait a minute. Those people chose to go to college. They they were pursuing something for their own self-interest. And now we should come along and help them out? Well, how about people who did other things where maybe they were doing it somewhat for their own self-interest, but they were, in a sense, sacrificing for other people. What about them? You can give me your thoughts. News, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. That's news, if at yahoo.com. I have a feeling this is going to generate much response. I I have a feeling there's going to be A lot of pushback. This is one of those that now that I'm I'm done, I'm like, I wish I would have been, you know, maybe I should have, I I wish I would have done this broadcast a little bit better, but I hope we can at least, I hope this at least, because this is when I think a lot of people are going to have some major issues with. So we will see. The, The question is, do you live your Christian life in the theoretical world where you are like, amen to all the scripture and amen? And it's true. But when it comes to taking the theoretical and putting it into practice in a practical way. Sometimes it doesn't translate the way it's supposed to. Some people say, What's the best translation of the Bible? Well, the one that translates from the page to your life. And I don't think many of us have found that translation yet, because I know I struggle with it. All right, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Give this serious thought, have some very important conversations about it and try to help people see this maybe from a different perspective. Thanks for listening. God bless.